right, and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. And today we are joined by Mary Klein, Regional Director for Catering Sales for the East Coast for Wolfgang Pup Catering. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Mary. Thanks for having me. Um, and right now, we are right in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, um, and really the hospitality industry, the travel industry, the meetings industry has just sort of come to a standstill. Um, and of course, you know, Wolfgang Puck Catering is in a lot of big uh, convention centers, um, serves a lot of big convention facilities, a lot of events. Um, why don't you, Mary, why don't you tell everyone kind of how you guys are faring and what you're seeing out there? Sure. Thanks, Tyler. Um, so obviously our, we're in a business that is centered around bringing people together and um, helping folks celebrate or uh, helping folks um, support their meetings or their particular business event initiatives. Um, in addition to off-site catering in multiple cities, we are also partnered with a lot of uh, venues that have meeting spaces or ballrooms or large event spaces. Um, so for the entire business events industry to come to a standstill um, has obviously impacted us enormously. Um, which brings me to kind of the first challenge, I would say that hit us and probably everyone on the hospitality uh, industry side is, you know, how do we how do we pivot from here? How do we go from doing what we've always done and what we've always done well to providing services and hospitality and food and beverage in um, you know the COVID era now? within restrictions that are out there and you know what what does it look like when we come back out of this um yeah until people feel safe and want to entertain perhaps in the ways that they used to or host a meeting in the way that they used to yeah i think that's that's a great observation and you know our readers our listeners are always wanting to know you know when this is uh, i guess quote unquote over and we do get back to face-to-face -face meetings. What is the environment going to look like? Um, and uh, you know, and I know covering the hotel side of it, it's more. It's not a matter of uh, the hotel just flipping a switch and saying, "Okay, everybody, come back. We're uh, we're back at a hundred percent service and capacity." Um, there's going to be ramping up, um, and there's going to be a new environment. Um, so, what advice do you have for meeting and event planners? Uh, as far as the catering and F and B side of this, when when we start meeting again, you know, I think I think the important point in there that you brought up is, you know, there's a ramp up, um, you know, in the way that the world shut down around us, kind of in this winding down of, okay, today you can have 250 people, tomorrow it was 50, the next day it was 10, then it was none. Um, you know, it's going to be a process of managing the numbers of folks allowed to gather in an enclosed space or maybe even outdoors, how close they can be next to each other. Um, and what that means from the, the service perspective, um, you know, for planners, it's, it's going to be difficult to have the, the 
conversations about making a plan of, well, you know, normally I would have a big elaborate continental breakfast with mounds and mounds of pastries and, you know, a fruit display, and I might have a buffet lunch, and I might have, you know, open bowls of chips and snacks and things in the afternoons. And you know, those days are certainly gone for a good chunk of time. You know, my my best guess is folks won't feel 100% comfortable in the in public or even private meeting or event settings until there's a widely available vaccine, um, you know, and proven treatment with efficacy. So, you know, that could be a few months, um, depending on which version of the news you watch, it could be a year. So I think from the hospitality and the planner standpoint, we need to start thinking through what what we do now that is sustainable in terms of practice and service level, um, you know, for, for months out. Um, it's not something that, like flipping on a switch, okay, we're all going to be in masks for a month, and a month from now it'll be normal. I don't, yeah. and I think there are a lot of people that are still wrapping their head around that, um, you know, that it's, it's going to be a phased return to normal. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, I mean maybe the key word is patience too, right? Because we're we're dealing, everyone is dealing with sort of new business models exactly. on the fly, right? And uh, and then like you said, uh, you can almost kind of break this up into a period where okay, we're going to have to wear masks, we're going to have to definitely respect social distancing. How long is that going to last? Is it going to be a month, two months, three months, six months, or are, is there going to be some vaccine in three months right. and is, it, we're just going to go back to normal? So it, it must be hard even from a planner's perspective to and working with, with, with a catering company like yours to even bu make a budget for an event. Right. Or, I mean, I think what a lot of the planners that, you know, we're working with now, their events were already booked. So now, you know, now they're having to double back and try to find a new date and move them into the future. Well, is what now they have to revisit every yeah. single step of what they originally planned and question, yeah. is that still going to be a viable plan for my event in September? The other That's piece, a very good point. Yeah. yeah. And the other piece is that, you know, this is going to vary pretty dramatically around the whole country. What what may work and be legal or viable in Atlanta may not be the same story in Seattle or L.A. or New York or Boston or Texas. So yeah. the other piece of this is that you know, you hear a lot, we're all in this together, but to a certain extent, we're also all very much alone. And that's, that's a difficult piece of it as well. You know, the planner that might be, may have always worked from home, but produces events around the country, maybe even for the same client, may now have to go back and say, okay, your event can look like this in one city, but it's going to be dramatically different in another. Um, and, you know, whereas I think that they a lot of times were able to put a framework to it and execute essentially the same style or in the same manner, city to city, it, it can it's, it's likely to vary now. For 
Yeah, it sounds like everyone's going to have to sharpen their pencils and put in a lot of overtime to figure all this out, right? This is true. Working from home was not a reduction in our schedules. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm wondering, too, I mean, you hear varying reports that, oh, you know, the latest I've heard today, which is uh, May 7th, is, well, being outdoors is is a good thing now. And so do you think, I mean, especially heading into warm weather months, that that will give uh, like a catering or a F&B program a little more um, leeway to work with it. If they can like uh, bring it out outdoors and, and do a tented uh, setup or something like that. Yeah, I would think so for sure. I mean, the, the first phase of this really for everyone, um, caterers and restaurants alike is, you know, the whole concept of either curbside pickup or contactless delivery, right? So everything... Mm-hmm pre-packaged or individually packaged or packaged for a family size. Um, And, you know, if outdoor events can get up and running for sure, that opens up all kinds of possibilities for doing picnic packages or movie packages or, um, you know, different, different ways of looking at it where you would be in an outdoor situation where it would be perfectly normal to get a packaged meal, right? So whereas like an indoor all day meeting, it might not feel normal (laughs) to be getting individually packaged breakfast, you know, unless you were out and, you know, maybe like a fast casual dining environment. But, um, you know, box lunches certainly were always on all of our menus as a meeting option. But for the most part, meeting lunches were either a seated served meal or a buffet. Um, But now if you could actually go and take your lunch break outdoors, getting your packaged, you know, picnic box or something would be, it would feel normal. So I think their piece of what we need to look at and think about is what can we offer from a food and beverage standpoint that helps people feel more comfortable and feel like there is some sense of normal. Um, and I think too, working, uh, making sure to work, uh, or if you're lucky enough to work with a company such as yours, which has a lot of very creative people that, um, can, uh, can navigate through a situation like this and really not lessen the attendee experience as, as much as could happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even from, you know, the, everything from when you first walk in the venue to what the actual event or meeting feels like start to finish, you know, every single touch point. And now it's hard to even use the word touch point because it yeah. would, you know, how do you make touch points, contactless touch points, but still have them have meaning. Right. So, um, you know, for those of us in the hospitality business, you know, it's all about smiling and shaking hands and, yeah. Um, you know, making that human connection that now, like, okay, how do we still accomplish that? Um, and how do we still accomplish that through food, right? I mean, we've always, for for hundreds of years as a society or even as humans, you know, food has brought us together and helps us create really special experiences, Um or help facilitate meaningful conversations like in a business event setting. So what does that look like if the whole experience is now very different from what 
was normal. Yeah, and food food has become like an entertainment experiential experience yeah. in meetings as of late, and uh, and to sort of lessen that is uh, kind of lessens the overall experience of the get together, right? Right. Do you, do you think there's going to be any supply chain difficulties? Um, I know, you know, there's a lot of like meat plants that have gone down. Uh, what are you, you know, you're the real experts on that. What do you think we're going to see when we go back to meeting? And do you think, uh, I guess people are going to have to be a lot more flexible with their menus? I would agree. It's actually something I've been thinking a lot about, you know, pre-COVID, um, you know, we were doing a lot of, um, we were having a lot of plant forward menu conversations, right? So it was a big thing that the Oscars menu was 70% plant forward. And um, we were seeing a lot of um, associations going with, uh, you know, trying to dabble with providing like an all vegan lunch for their program. And people were really starting to experiment with it and having those sustainability conversations. You know, I don't know that I can look into my, crystal ball and say for sure, yes or no about supply chain challenges. I know that, you know, there's been a lot of press coverages on, you know, chicken and pork in particular. Um, I do think that for longer term sustainability, we'll be returning to really looking at more plant forward menus because Mm -hmm. we need to be able to be flexible on that front. Um, So there's, you know, and it's interesting because then you you also get into the conversation of now do events, you know, business events and social events now become more of a sustainable business because we're producing less waste. Like we're almost forced into the conversations that are we're forced into action, whereas before they were casual conversations or maybe we were experimenting I think we're moving into a time now where people will be forced into that direction faster than maybe they thought they were ready to. Yeah, and that's interesting. Yeah, through this whole experience, every question brings another question and every solution brings up the possibility of further solutions. It's Absolutely. uh it's amazing. Um so thank you for joining us before before we uh, end the the program today though. Are there any like specific questions that you think a meeting planner should ask a, um, a facility F and B or catering department coming out of this? Yeah, I know, I know our company and many other organizations, you know, in the hospitality, whether it's hotel or catering, um, or a venue providing all of the onsite services, you know, we are all working very, very hard to develop, um, you know, health and safety SOPs and documents to provide to our clients so that they they are comfortable with where they're walking into and they can confidently, sh- you know, share with their stakeholders that, yes, this is a safe place for us to meet and this is a safe place for us to have our meals. Um, so from the planner's perspective, I would ask for, for what those plans look like. Um, a lot of us are now just in the early stages, um, again, because restrictions at this moment are very crystal clear, but coming out of it, you know, our best guide 
enrollment are what governments have provided for restaurants that are in the process of reopening. So, you know, we're all dabbling with, well, what do our potential layouts look like? How can yeah. we set this room up? You know, if someone really wants to stick to the original plan that they had for their food and beverage service, how how can we still deliver that? You know, does it cost more? I think planners are going to need to ask what does and does not cost more or what could you provide for me that is at the original planned spend? Um, you know, and I think having those conversations just straight out of the gate and trying to clarify what um, what's possible um, and what's yeah. possible if there is a little bit more money to spend on it and um you know, we're going to all come out of this basically in the same situation, right? We're all going to want to gather. We're all going to want to have our meetings. We're all going to want to be together again. So, yeah. um, and we're all going to be anxious about it, right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we all, we all better talk with each other and, uh, and realize too, that as you said before, things change in different destinations, mm -hmm. things are different, different requirements. Um, and I guess, uh, you know, having patience and having very open lines of communication and willing to uh, adjust um, what people expect and what can be delivered is going to be very important. I would say the, the only last thing that comes to mind, you know, thinking from the planner's perspective is to ask, you know, what is, what is the guest experience going to look like? You know, we can mm -hmm. have conversations about, how the room's going to lay out and what menu we're going to provide. But, you know, I think the other important thing to ask is what is, what are my attendees experience experiences going to look like from when they walk in the door to when they're served, um, you know, and, and think through from that very human level. Well, okay. If I'm the attendee, am I comfortable with that? You know, is there something else I might want to see that might make me more comfortable? Um, and that's, you know, that's, it's a lot of thinking, but we have a lot of time to think on our own right now. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, communicating to attendees, letting them know beforehand, we yeah. are taking these measures. Um, you know, I know you have went to our event last year and it may have looked like this. It may look a little different this year, but, you know, it's all with the, in mind of your safety and the safety of the staff working it that, that we're doing these things. So, um, you know, I think that's an important thing to, to mention there too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thank you, Mary. This has been very informative. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. And that was Mary Klein with Wolfgang Puck Catering. Um, thanks to her for joining us and thank you for listening to this meetings today podcast. If you want to, Learn some more from uh, industry thought leaders. Head on over to meetingstoday.com forward slash podcast. We have a wealth of podcasts available there on a variety of topics and a lot, of course, recently on the coronavirus pandemic and how people are adjusting and strategies you can implement for your meetings. So thank you for joining us today and have a great rest of the day, no matter where you are.